Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. Welcome back to the Good Fight Radio Show. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And with me, as always, is the producer, producer. of the show, <laughs> Tony Flossie. How are you doing today, bro? Were you going to give me a new title? Was that I was almost it? did the president. Yes, yes. I almost did it again. I'm praising God. God is good. good. He is the president of all producing of the yeah, Good Fight president Radio of all Show. <laughs> so, no, great to, great to be back with you all today. Uh, you know, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about something... I mean, relevant to the news uh, for what's going on, sad as well. You know, when we talk about these things, I know a lot of you guys may wonder, you know, especially because we expose a lot of the wickedness that goes on in Hollywood and in the music industry and so forth. It is really sad to actually see what goes on. And I, I know that it's much worse than what we would even expose. And when you read about these things and you see and you see the words like grooming and so forth being used, you recognize why. I mean, you really do recognize what it's like not having the Lord. I mean, in all honesty, you recognize what it's like when you've been given over to the depravity of your mind. You know, we recently did a series on pornography. Uh, We called it Satan's Sex Scheme. And we covered not only when pornography really got its base here uh, in America, you know, and how Playboy was kind of the popularizing of Kinsey's just erroneous data in terms of human sexuality, and then how Playboy made pornography normalized in our culture. And then not only how pornography was normalized, interviewing people on the streets and having them all literally unanimously, yeah, I watch porn, yeah, I watch porn, not even being shame, uh, shameful of it. You're literally peeping toms via your phone and you're not and you're not ashamed of it, sadly. And then we went through not only the connection between porn and its normalcy and how that's affected women and how they're viewed, specifically how the the mind, when it watches pornography, the, the part of the brain that's used is the one that just identifies objects, not relationships. So it views people as objects. And what's sad is that women are viewed as objects, on, and not just women, but men are also viewed as objects in pornography. But then you have a society over and over again that pushes pornography as normative, that tells you that sex work is normal, including this stuff is even on children's magazines nowadays, and uh, or teen magazines, I should say, uh, which are still children. <laughs> but... Uh, but you have this being pushed, and yet people are viewed as objects, porn is normalized, and yet they're upset that people are viewed as objects. People, kid, Younger people and older people act like animals when they're told over and over again they're animals, mm-hmm. and then we tell them stop acting like animals over and over and over again. So we look at these things, guys, and recognize that the fruit always tends to be bore out. When the seeds are planted, they give root. You reap what you sow. 
And so when we look at the more recent, I mean, this is this is all news still coming out. Tony was telling me new news as we were putting together this episode. I'm just giving you an idea. But the artist Marilyn Manson, probably one of the most infamous artists of all time in, in terms of America, at least, when it comes to Satanism, you know, when it comes to out-and-out direct opposition to God, Marilyn Manson was probably number one, at least when I was younger, in terms of that was his shtick. Like, that's what he was famous for. When I was a young person, not saved, listening to the metal scenes, seeing him at OzFest and so forth, all of that, that was his shtick, his hatred towards God. And so when we see all this, and we, we're going to be playing a clip from uh, the DVD, They Sold Their Souls to Rock and Roll. Yes, the very DVD that I watched and gave my life to Christ after watching. We're going to be playing a clip from there to where it talks about Marilyn Manson, and I'm going to be talking from about an article that Pastor Joe Schimmel wrote concerning Marilyn Manson on our website. So you guys can see why this behavior might have taken place. I mean, this is the erosion of the conscience, right? The searing of the conscience mm-hmm. as with a hot iron, as the scriptures would say. Over and over again, it just, you see this in people. You see the wickedness in people. And actress Evan Rachel Wood is the one who's kind of put this out there and it's all coming out right now concerning Marilyn Manson and his grooming ways. And I'm going to read from an article, and and you guys uh, can check this out. And don't get me wrong, guys, we're not uh, of the camp that says, believe all women. And just because somebody says it, that means therefore it's true, right? Or otherwise, I'd believe Potiphar's wife when she said the bad things about Joseph. And that was not true, correct? But nonetheless, we see multiple accounts here, and we'll, we'll read from them. We also see the fruit of his activity. We also know that as I read about this, and Evan Rachel Wood talks about it, and other people talk about the stuff that took place with Marilyn Manson, the satanic artist, you'll notice he actually, on his, on his, he used to have videos on his website beating women. And one of them, I believe, either looks exactly like or was Evan Rachel Wood, a video on his site, literally beating them. So put that into your mind. <laughs> At least there's some sort of fantasy going on already. But let me let me let me read. U.S. actress Evan Rachel Wood has claimed singer Marilyn Manson horrifically abused her during their three-year relationship in the late 1990s. Does that say naughties? The late naughties? It's in English. <laughs> uh, this is BBC, so I'm not sure <laughs> what naughties is. Uh, hopefully my English friends that are out there, uh, Chuck D, if you hear this, please help me out on that. I have no <laughs> idea what that is. Um, Manson and Wood began—no, it's definitely not the Naughties because it's 2007. Nans- Manson and Wood began dating in 2007 and got engaged in 2010, but broke up later that year. Manson has denied the allegations, saying they were horrible distortions of reality. Wood has previously said that she is a survivor of rape and domestic abuse without naming the person accused. In the wake of Wood's allegation, Loma Vista Recordings, which released Manson's most recent album, said in a statement on Twitter that it would no longer be working with the artist and would cease promoting his latest album, Effective, immediately. U.S. TV network stars said Manson's guest appearance in fantasy drama American Gods will be removed from an upcoming episode. Yeah, totally demonic, by the way, that show as well. On Monday, Wood alleged that Manson was her abuser for the first time via a statement posted on her Instagram account. 
The name of my abuser is Brian Warner, also known to the world as Marilyn Manson. He started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. She added, I am done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I'm here to expose this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives. I stand with the many victims who will no longer be silent. Manson responded to the allegation in his own Instagram post on Monday evening saying, obviously my art and my life have have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrific distortions of reality. My intimate relationship have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent my past. That is the truth. Several other women came forward via social media platforms on Monday to make similar statements. Ashley Walters says she worked for Manson full-time as a personal assistant. She claims that he frequently became violent and would throw glass plates and heavy objects. She alleges Manson offered her up for sexual encounters with collaborators and continued to harass her after their professional relationship ended. She says she now struggles with PTSD and and depression. Gabriella, also known as the artist Sour Girl, alleges Manson repeatedly tied her up and raped her. She claims that he forced her to take drugs with him and demanded she make a blood pact with him by cutting both their hands with broken glass. She says she spent one Christmas in the hospital after trying to kill herself and since breaking up with him has been diagnosed with PTSD and still suffers from nightmares. Sarah McNeely claims that she was thrown against the wall and Manson threatened to bash my face in with a baseball bat. She alleges she was locked in rooms with, uh, when she was bad, verbally berated for hours, and made to feel worthless. She says she now suffers from PTSD and mental health, health issues. Ashley Lindsay Morgan alleges she wasn't allowed to eat or sleep or leave Manson's house. She claims Manson's cut and burned her and asked her to bring him Nazi memorabilia. She, she, she says... She has been left with PTSD, anxiety, and night terrors. <laughs> a guitar technician that toured with him, Dan Cleary, has previously said on Twitter that Manson turned Wood into a different person while on tour and that he broke her. Guys, this is wicked behavior. And, and sadly, even though this is obviously wicked, this is obviously horrible, it reminds me some of the stuff we talked about in terms of R. Kelly, the locking up of women, the submission, and so forth. You see Satan's fingerprint all over this this kind of stuff, the breaking of women. You know, as a as a man, the Bible tells me very clearly that I should look at women uh, as the weaker vessel, specifically my wife, and take care of her and make sure that God God makes sure in His Word to explain to me that my prayer life will be cut off of I don't recognize that and I don't take care of her and I don't dwell with her in an understanding way. These weird fantasies come from a conscience that is seared. That's what these come from. Consciences that are seared. Because these acts of sexual violence and so forth, these acts of fetishes, when we talk about pornography and these things, a lot of them come from that conscience being seared. And the fact is, is that they continue to chase after this wicked wind and they chase after it thinking this will bring me my next pleasure that will have fulfillment they do it via drugs and sex and violence over and over again and so they continue to sear it hoping that the next thrill will get them through sad thing is this man 
and we're going to talk about this later, when he sacrificed his own child to Satan via an abortion, this man has been given over to the depravity of his mind. I mean, this is not, this is horrible. This is animalistic to treat women this way. And sadly, it was a grooming issue. You had a young girl in Evan Rachel Wood coming up in the industry. And this is, like you said, she even mentions there's other people that have been helping to hide this kind of behavior. Over and over again, when you find out these horrific episodes with different artists and and directors and all that, you find out that there have been people covering up for them all along, all along the way. And they're all getting a little piece of the demonic pie. They're all getting a little, you know, it's just heartbreaking, man. Heartbreaking to read these things. <sighs> Tony, let's play the clip. This is from They Sold Their Souls for Rock and Roll. And this is, guys, this is one once again, these are the actions. And, and, and I want to give a little background right before this. It's talking about Harris, Harris and Claybold, the Columbine shooters, and how Romstein was one of their favorite bands. And some of the songs and some of the things um, that were practiced, they were seen, obviously, with Romstein shirts and whatnot. But Joe's going to be talking about how Marilyn Manson was also one of their favorite bands as well. Students who knew Claybold and Harris claimed that they were also into the music of Marilyn Manson. Besides Satanism, drugs, homosexuality, self-mutilation, suicide, and murder, Manson's message is the destruction of Christianity. Manson said, hopefully I'll be remembered as the person who brought an end to Christianity. My fellow Americans, we will no longer be oppressed by the fascism of Christianity. And we will no longer be oppressed by the fascism of beauty. Because I see you all sitting out there trying your hardest not to be ugly. Trying your hardest not to fit in. Trying your hardest to earn your way into heaven. But let me ask you, do you want to be in a place that's filled with a bunch of Very few people know the truth about what really happened to Columbine, as the liberal media has largely ignored the truth. Klebold and Harris were actually targeting Christians. Not only were Cassie Bernal and at least one other girl shot to death after being challenged to profess their faith, but other Christians were targeted as well. Harris and Klebold virtually became everything that Manson and the culture of death preached that they should become. Eric Harris wrote, I long to blow up and shoot everything I can. What I don't like, I waste. Feel no remorse, no sense of shame. I don't care if I live or die. In the video they made before the Columbine Massacre, Klebold and Harris spoke of their hatred for Christ and Christians. Brian Warner, who became Marilyn Manson, described himself as a weakling, a worm, who craved acceptance by his peers. How would he get those who bullied him to eventually worship him? Manson stated, quote, as a teenager, I was very interested in selling my soul. Manson witnessed a friend's brother take a knife to his body and gather blood from the self-inflicted wounds. He then witnessed him use this same blood as an offering to Satan for power. Manson recognized that he could invoke Satan's power and enjoy the fame that he so craved among his peers. Manson stated, quote, I could use black magic to turn the lowly lot life had given me around to attain a position of power that other people would envy and accomplish things that other people couldn't. Sadly, after Manson spent his first minute in the torments of the fires of hell, he will realize that he made a terrible mistake and that it will be too late to repent. Rock concerts are the churches of today. Music puts them on a spiritual plane. Says right here, you gotta be saved in order to go to heaven. 
We will no longer be oppressed by the fascism of Christianity. Satanist Marilyn Manson has admitted, quote, I don't know if anyone has really understood what we're trying to do to lure people in. Once we've got them, we can give them our message. None of those people outside realize how much power is in this one room. Let them hear it! Yeah, I, th- I think uh, Marilyn's not going to get too far there. Brian Warner, actually. It's not going to get too far there in terms of his... <laughs> In terms of his being the the guy who brings down Christianity, you know, Voltaire tried that as well. You know that Christianity was going to vanish; it'd be over. And then, you know, they printed Bibles at his house after that he died. You know, a lot of people have come out. John Lennon, you know, that the Beatles were bigger than Jesus, and now a lot of people forgot about them. People don't forget about Jesus. But the fact is, when it comes to Marilyn Manson, not only did he get an abortion. Killed his baby, knew he killed his baby. But I'm, I'm certain that a lot of you might not know that abortion, and I'm going to read from the article we have on Manson concerning his connection with Lester Crowley and why that abortion could have been a lot more than simply him just murdering his baby, but why he would have. In the article about Marilyn Manson on goodfight.org, it says, Manson, as we have noted, is a dedicated follower of the teaching of Satanists like a Lester Crowley. Carly claims that Adolf Hitler was actually his disciple and that the Nazi Holocaust was Hitler's attempt to usher in Crowley's new eon and the superhuman race. To be sure, Hitler's SS troops were highly trained in occultic teachings. Many in the Nazi elite were members of secret occult societies that utilized the teachings of Madame Helena Blavatsky, Lester Crowley, and others. The scope of this article forbids us to go into great depth into Hitler's occultism and demon possession. In Manson's song, Misery Machine, he sings about going down Highway 666 to the Satanic Temple of Aleister Crowley, the Abbey of Thelema. It was at Crowley's Abbey of Thelema that Crowley practiced much of his sex magic, which included the molestation of small children. Manson's music is laced with references that Manson admits, quote, people always consume are promoting child, or people always assume are promoting child molestation. Manson's songs, Smells Like Children, is reminiscent of Crowley's admission that, quote, I have driven myself to delight in dirty and disgusting debauches and to devour human excrements and human flesh. Nobody who knew Crowley seriously doubted that he carried out many of the wicked atrocities of which he claimed. Whether Manson has followed suit in all of Crowley's extremes may not be known until the Day of Judgment, but that he is influencing others to take part in such wickedness is a matter of his own admissions. Manson also parrots Crowley's teaching that, quote, every man and woman is a star, declaring, I think every man and woman is a star. It's just a matter of realizing and becoming it. It's all a matter of willpower. Crowley also taught that his disciples to sacrifice innocent children for satanic power. We thoroughly document this fact in our expose of Lester Crowley. After Crowley's philosophy of do what thou wit became accepted in the 1960s, child sacrifice, whether it was at the altars of self or Satan, was legalized here in the United States so as long as the baby was still in the womb, why the atrocious act was done. As our world has become more and more depraved, children are now allowed to be murdered as long as their head is still in the womb through the diabolical practice of partial birth abortion. We've thoroughly documented that Satanist or Lester Crowley is the spiritual father of the counterculture hippie revolution of the 1960s, which has led significantly to the moral and constitutional downfall of the United States of America. 
It was in the climate of the new left that Crowley so inspired through his dictum, do what thou wilt, in the 60s, that sacrificing babies via abortion became legal. Many Satanists today view abortion as a legal means to sacrifice children to Satan. To date, Crowley's liberal teaching of do what thou wilt have resulted in over 40 million, and that's a lot more since this article has been written, babies murdered in the United States alone. Marilyn Manson seems to have viewed this sin as the last one he needed to commit to be catapulted to worldwide fame in Satan's kingdom. After the sacrifice was complete, Antichrist Superstar took off like a bullet as Satan rewarded his servant. Manson admitted in a Church of Satan interview, quote, I incorporate satanic philosophy more times subtly than others. It gets across the philosophy without the name Satanism after people get too close to me. I let them know my affiliation with the church of Satan. <laughs> Guys, it's no it's no wonder. It's no wonder he would be a part of these things. It's heartbreaking to read it. It's heartbreaking to think about and recognize that abortion is used in this manner, but it's true. And these satanic rituals, like the the cutting up of the the hands to make blood packs with these ladies, putting them into submission and so forth. This is this is wicked stuff. But it's part and parcel with what we should expect from somebody of the likes that would live their life for Satan, that would be involved in the church of Satan. You know, it was just recently the Church of Satan was advocating for abortions as a legal right for religious practice. I mean, that's one of the things they were just most recently doing and and, and glorifying abortion. It's so interesting how the prince of the power of the air has gotten all these minds together (laughs) to put the synergy behind it all. You know, a lot of people think, you know, well, I'm not a bad person. I'm, I'm a good person. And a lot of your neighbors believe that. Not, not just the believers. I'm talking about non-believers believe they're good people. You know, something that was brought out in Dr. Clay Jones' book um, regarding evil was the fact that too many people believe, too many Christians believe that they're non-saved, unregenerate, a non-Holy Spirit-filled friends are good people. In, because they make it in relation to so, someone else that's really bad. But the fact is, is that over 50% of this country, the United States, over 50% of this country are in favor of ripping a baby apart, limb to limb, pulling it out of its mother's womb, and then selling the parts. Maybe not the selling the parts, but vacuuming out the head and murdering a baby because it's inside the womb. They're not good people. They're probably their neighbor, and if you're pro-abortion, it's you. It's, it's something we have to think about. Recognize that whether or not they know it, their child's being sacrificed. Whether or not it's a Satanist doing the sacrificing, whether it's not, it's Marilyn Manson who sacrificed his child and talks about that in, in, his, in, his, um, in his biography. I believe it's called Long Hard Road Out of Hell. Or you're simply sacrificing your child to, you don't realize it's Moloch, but you're doing it for financial gain, right? 
You're doing it to make sure you can have more money, right? More time to do this or that, whatever it may be. Because or a better we, acting career like the, who was the actress who said uh, she wouldn't have been able Michelle to Michelle Williams, she yeah. won the Golden Globe. Yep. Credited her Golden Globe. To having an abortion. To having an abortion. Yeah. Um, um, was it Bridget? Uh, the... Uh, we we documented on on one of our shows as well a lady screaming um you know about her abortion and how she would have none of it her husband stays home and takes care of their now children sorry that you don't get to have the brother or sister i killed because now i get to be in movies sad it's not worth it it's not worth it i i'm sorry as a my my wife says this all the time when a when a woman tells her who's had an abortion that, yeah, it's just a, it's just a parasite or something like this. She's like, you had that baby inside of you. You knew that baby was not a parasite. <laughs> you knew that baby was not a clump of cells. You knew it was a baby. And that just recently happened with the artist Halsey. Halsey has been very pro-abortion talking about how she took her friend to a Planned Parenthood to kill her baby. But now she says, I have a little human inside of me because she's pregnant. Something you have to get in your head, folks, right now is a baby is a baby. A human is a human regardless if you want it. Mm -hmm. It does not matter. And so these are things we have to think about. And the fact is, is that this subjugation, putting himself above them, this is exactly what Satan wants. It is. What we detailed in those descriptions, the reason why I did, it's not just believe all women, the reason why I believe this, one, because you can literally see him kind of fantasizing about this in his videos, okay? <laughs> so it makes sense that he's doing it in the in the back alley, so to speak, as well. But also, when you think about it, all of this behavior is him placing himself in a position that Satan wanted to place himself. He wanted to be like the most high. He wanted people subordinate to him. He wanted people under him. And so we look at this and we say, Lord, this is why we pray for him. I know that's hard to do when you hear these stories. We pray for Evan Rachel Wood, who's been in enough demonic, wicked stuff herself. She was in that movie, I think it's called Across the Universe, where every one of the songs is a Beatles song, right? She was in a movie um, about young girls as well, doing promiscuous things, lesbian things. She was in a movie, um, I don't want to say all the names, but over and over again, just wicked, 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 wicked. And she needs to, she needs repentance. And we pray for her and all the other women that were involved with him. And we just pray that people who have been caught up in this music, people who have been caught up in these movements would get out of it, recognize the wickedness of it and say, God hates that. I don't want to be a part of it. I want to make sure that I'm loving and knowing on the Lord Jesus Christ, that I that I make everything about Him. I want to pray for those ladies that are going to the abortion clinics. I want to, I want them to turn to Christ. I want them to realize that's what that's what we try to say, right? We if somebody somebody be pro life all the way to hell. In fact, most of the pro life movement is Catholic, not most, but a lot of the pro life movement is Catholic. You go to share the gospel at these at these abortion clinics. There's Catholics out there with rosaries nonstop. Right? They need the gospel too. <laughs> they need the gospel. You got a mission field just witnessing to the Catholics that are outside of there. We need to make sure we are praying for them. We need to make sure we look and we say, let's not get caught up on this. And when somebody does, we're able to share with them. We'll see how far the Me Too movement goes with this, right? 
He's already lost mm-hmm. his label and so forth. And we'll see if some of the truths of his satanic rituals and how wicked they truly are actually comes out of this. But regardless, we know that it doesn't matter. Everything that has been done in secret will be screamed from the rooftops and ultimately all will be brought under judgment. God is the avenger. And we look to him and recognize that he and he alone is the one who will avenge. We continue to pray, share the gospel, and we lift up all of these, including even the Satanists. We'd love to see them turn, come to you, come to the knowledge of the truth, and be saved. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries. If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll-free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.